0: Warning, this podcast may contain adult content or adult language. This is not the family-friendly YouTuber you're used to. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, guys? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to those who observe and or celebrate the holiday. It is the night before Christmas Eve, and I'm all by myself. I'm all by myself. Uh, Both kids are at sleepovers. And Tiffany's already in bed and uh, that the record show that it is 722 p.m. And Tiffany's already in bed. <laughs> She's definitely not a night person. She, if, if given the opportunity, will go to bed as early as possible. Uh, but she does. She also gets up early. Like I slept in today till like almost 830, nine o'clock. So, in, you know, in her defense, she goes to bed early because she gets up early. And I'm much more of a night owl. So, uh, yeah, it's 7 p.m., and uh, I was kind of contemplating between streaming or maybe watching a movie, and then I realized, holy crap! Tomorrow's Monday, which means I need an episode of the podcast. Now we had talked about and or hinted about doing a, uh, an episode with the whole family and talking about holiday traditions. Um, that was Tiffany's idea, uh, but unfortunately, uh, it's very difficult to get everyone together at one time with you know energy. And um, you know, free time for a, an, at least an hour to sit down and record the episode of the podcast. And I even asked Tiffany, I'm like, "Hey, let's go upstairs and record the podcast, right? Just her and I." Um, but she's, you know, didn't have the energy. She's tired, and she's like, nope, it'd be it'd be it'd be crap. I'm not. I don't have the energy." So, you get me. You're gonna get me. But I still wanted to take that idea, and uh, because of the holiday spirit, uh, talk about the holidays, talk about uh, Christmas, talk about traditions, and that sort of thing. Uh, if you've been watching the vlogs for a while, you've had a glimpse at our what our what our Christmas looks like. Um in fact, tonight Sierra decided to uh, pull up our, our old Christmas vlogs on Papa's Apple TV, starting with the original one from 2011 2011. Yeah, that's the year I got the kids the dirt bikes. So Bryce was uh, Bryce was 4 and Sierra was 6 and yeah, that's that was, that was the, that was it. That was the, that was what started it all. And then, uh, from there, you know, it went into, uh, that's when we started daily vlogging. And so every Christmas, therefore, after you've had a Christmas vlog as some of them as long as 45 minutes long. Uh, I don't know how long this year is going to be. I know you guys like the long vlogs and, um, the more, the better. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. But, um, yeah, I mean, growing up when I was a kid, uh, it was a very conflicted household. Um, if you know me, you know, you know I don't like talking about uh, politics and/or religion. But just briefly, just for some history, um, my, mom, my mom was raised as a Jehovah's Witness, and if you know about that religion, uh, they don't celebrate holidays, especially uh, holidays like Christmas. And so um, my dad is not, and my dad's favorite holiday is Christmas. So we uh, you know, when we were little, when we were little kids. It's kind of hard to explain to little kids um, you know, about religion, unless that's how they're raised. And that's how we're raised. And, uh, we were not raised, uh, to follow any one religion, uh, though we did go to church from time to time and we went to Bible studies and, you know, and, and we'll, we'll talk about religion in another episode. I know that's a burning, a lot of, a lot of burning questions there for a lot of you guys, but just for the sake of this conversation, I just wanted to kind of paint the picture that, um, my mom's heart was never hundred percent into it because that's not how she was raised, but my dad was, So growing up, was very, very conflicted. We we celebrated Christmas, right? We got Christmas gifts and we had the Christmas tree and the lights and all that stuff. And I think my mom, my mom got into it for us. She got into it because she saw the joy in our eyes and saw the joy in our hearts of, of, you know, being excited for Christmas, Um, not just because of the presents, but just everything that Christmas is, right? It's the lights, it's the trees, it's the wrapping, it's the shopping, it's the gift giving, right? Um, and I still hold those values, uh, to my, you know, near, near to my heart today. Um, you know, people ask me all the time, are you excited for Christmas? Are you looking forward to Christmas? And my answer short and sweet is, is no, I I don't, I don't get excited for Christmas. I don't, I don't care about the holiday. What I do care about is the look of excitement on my kids' faces and the excitement that they get. When they think about Christmas, when they go look at Christmas lights, and they smell the the, the scent of Christmas trees, and um, watching Christmas movies, and and all the things that come with Christmas, it's not just the Christmas day or the Christmas morning. It's everything that comes with the Christmas holiday, the Christmas time of year, and um, and so that's what I look forward to. I look forward to the you know the the the, the two or three weeks leading up to Christmas. And even the week after Christmas, cause the kids are out of school, they're on winter break and they, um, it just, it's a, it's a joyous occasion. Right. And I have said this numerous times and I'll say this in the vlogs all the time. You may not celebrate the holiday, right. Whether it's Thanksgiving or, uh, Labor Day, Memorial Day, whatever it is, but most people have the day off or they have some time off. Um, and you know, people get together for the holidays, foods on sale, or special food is on sale, like, you know, that you normally don't get any other time of year, things like that, right? So it's just an excuse to get together for family. And that's what I look forward to. I look forward to, you know, meeting up with my family, meeting up with Tiffany's family, and, um, and spending time together in the name of the holiday, right? And that's, to me, that's what that is, is it's the, the everything that comes around with it. So that's kind of what Christmas means to me and what, what I, what I look forward to. Um, but again, being raised, uh, oldest of two, you know, three boys, I had two younger brothers. Um, and you know, we didn't have a lot of money. My, my dad, my dad was a sole provider. My mom was a stay-at-home mom took care of us. Um, and, uh, we were bouncing back from, um, my dad's business that didn't work out. And so, yeah, we, we, we didn't have a lot of money. So, you know, we didn't get a lot of gifts, Um, traditionally we'd get, you know, a handful of gifts each, and then there'd be usually one big gift that we'd all share. And I remember when I was, uh, I think I was 13. No, no, not 13. I was in third grade. I was in third grade, um, which I don't know how old that is. What what, that would be like, uh, maybe eight, something like that. Um, maybe nine. I got my first, we got our first Nintendo, right. And and it was ours. It was the three of ours, right. It was a family gift, but obviously I was the oldest. And so therefore I was, it was more for me because I understood, Nintendo and how to play it and all that sort of thing, but um, I distinctly remember my parents holding that gift off. We had opened all the presents, and there was one more big box under the tree, and I was like, "What is that one? Who's that one for?" And you know, my my dad saying, "Not for you. It's not for you." And I'm like, "Oh, well, whose is it? You know, like what is it?" And uh, it was labeled the boys, and so we opened that up, and uh, it was the Nintendo, and man, that was that was awesome. I, that's that's one of those memories I have. Um, other memories I have around Christmas time um I remember getting my first CD player. I got my first portable CD player when I was in seventh grade. Um, it was in Iowa and it had this really cool, like, battery meter on the side. It was like uh, LED lights, red, green, yellow, you know, like, so it showed how, how much battery life was left. And uh, my very first CD I ever owned was the Offspring Smash. And uh, to this day, when I hear one of those songs on the radio, I'm like, hey, this is my first CD. You know, hey, kids, this is my first CD. And they look at me, what's a CD, dad? Um, but, uh, that was, that was a big occasion. And then, uh, the following year I got my first like real stereo. It was a three disc CD changer two cassette player with radio. And it had two big speakers with a subwoofer and man, I thought it was the coolest, right. I'd put on the CD and listen, jam out to some music, you know, and very quickly I learned that the stereo was too big and too loud for my room. Cause every time I turned it on, my dad would come banging on my door and tell me to turn it down because <laughs> it was too loud because <laughs> my room like i had my i had my dresser in my closet because i didn't have any closet doors uh in my last house i lived with my parents and so my dresser was in the closet and then my stereo was on my dresser so it was like in the closet which is was like no wall between that and like the kitchen or something like that so it was always too loud um but man i i think that's when i really fell into love with music was once i got my cd player and i, I started listening to music and that's when like the days of like Napster and downloading, uh, downloading music and making your own CDs and stuff like that started to become a thing. You know, you download music on the internet or you, um, you know, uh, uh, record a tape and and onto the computer and then you try to put it on a CD. You know, it was just, it was that that day and age. That's when I started getting into music. And then, um, when I became old enough uh, to drive, I remember putting the CD player, in my dad's old, like 68 Chevy truck, like just a beater. Right. And, uh, I, I, got a CD player for, for Christmas to put into the truck and I had it installed and, uh, I had new speakers put in and, you know, I thought it was all cool and everything, but the truck was a beater. It was a piece of crap, but it had good music, you know, it had good music and the doors would rattle, you know, and I try to play the music too loud. And <laughs> it was, it was funny, but that's when I kind of fell in love with music there. And that was, those are those all memorable Christmas gifts that I remember getting, um, other Christmas gifts, like I remember getting like new jerseys for, uh, dirt bike riding, um, um, you know, various, various things that my dad would get me. Like, you know, my dad was always the kind of guy that would shop and he'd be like, Oh, you know, Clint will probably like that. Or I think Bryce would really like this. Right. And he'd be the one to kind of experiment and get us gifts that, you know, we didn't necessarily ask for, but you know, good intentions. He'd be like, Oh, that's, you know, they're going to love this. And sometimes it was a hit and sometimes it was a miss. Um, but you know, it was, it was always the thought that counted and, um, you know, it was, I think it was hard for my dad because he wasn't around as much when we were real little, right. There was, once we started school, we couldn't be on the truck with him anymore. Um, he was gone, you know, every other day or he'd be, he'd, you know, he'd come home in the evenings, we'd eat dinner and then he'd, you know, crash on the couch. Cause he'd be up at three or four in the morning to go to work the next day. So, um, you know, he, he was a little, he, he was a little disconnected with what we were into, but I think it changed as we got older. Cause obviously we talked more and hung out more and he had better hours, different jobs, that sort of thing. Um and to the the you know presence got a little more personal, as I was saying with the music and stuff like that he he knew what I wanted at that point it was it, it was easy for him to to know what I was looking forward to and I was into um but even as I got into like high school years and in even after moving out of my parents' house, um I never really I never really fell in love with Christmas. um I think if I didn't have kids today in my in my current state, if I didn't have kids. I would not be into Christmas at all. Um, I mean, everything that I do for Christmas today is because of the kids or in the name of the kids. And even then, there's some things that I miss, um, the things that I miss, like, you know, spoiler, I didn't put Christmas lights up this year in front of our house. <laughs> I just didn't think about it. And the kids didn't ask me to do it. And Tiffany didn't ask me to do it. And I just never did it. I just, it was that simple. I just didn't, the boxes are out. They're all in the garage, like sitting there for me to do. Um, but I just never got around to doing it because I just don't get excited about that, you know? Uh, kids got excited about decorating the tree obviously the ornaments and you know pulling all the ornaments you see once a year and uh, so that got done obviously and then once you pull those decorations out Tiffany pulls out all the house decorations so the house looks and feels and smells like Christmas but me personally I I, I could care less it's just not something that I and, and maybe that's, that's maybe that's part from my mom I got from my mom just not caring about the holidays um, you know I, 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 like I said, I love everything around the holiday. I just don't care about the holiday itself. Um, it's just how I am, and I think that's the same with most holidays. Um, I'm in such a routine in my life. I, I do, I do everything by routine, right? Like, I get up, I do this, I do this, then I do this, then I do this, then I do this, and I do that. Like, you know, it's like the ABCs, right? You just, you just know A becomes before B, and then B comes before C, and then before you get to D, you have to get to C, and you know that that's how I live my life, and so a holiday is a, is a, something that comes around once a year. It's not something that's, you know, daily, weekly, monthly. It's like, Oh, Christmas comes once a year. Thanksgiving comes once a year. My birthday comes once a year. And so I think that's the part that I, I forget about is I stay so busy most of the time that I don't have time to think about stuff in the future. I live day to day most of the time, um, which is, which is probably a curse. Honestly, it's probably a bad thing. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. But I'm not. I'm not pooping on Christmas. I I I like Christmas. I mean, again, I like everything that's that that comes around it. And um, again, the kids are what drive that love and that passion. As I said, we were just watching old Christmas vlogs, and to see the kids little and get excited, like genuine excitement, when they open a present is the greatest thing ever. Uh, whether it was a gift that I gave them or a gift that someone else gave them, when they open a gift and it's something they really you know, wanted or something they were really excited about, or, um, I don't know. It's just, I think that's the magic of Christmas is is through the eyes of children. Um, and even last night, Sierra and I were watching, um, Santa Claus Two. You know, she watched the first one by herself. And then the second one, I watched with her and you know, it's, it's the whole magic of what Christmas is, right? He talks about that in the movie that it's like, you know, um, not believing, believing a scene. And it's like, it's just as long as you believe in Santa, you'll see Santa you'll, you know, you'll, you'll, you embody Santa. And, uh, I think that's the, that's the truth. Right. And, you know, even after the kids get older and, you know, they start knowing things and how, how the world works. And it's like Christmas is still holds a little space in their heart for magic. And, uh, and so, yeah, we didn't, I think, I think when the kids were real little, you know, we didn't, we didn't really start any traditions. Um, we, we, we passed down some traditions from my, my dad. Um, so like, Christmas morning, I put on a Christmas, a Santa hat, right? There's a Santa hat always available for me that I put on. Uh, we put on the Yule log on the TV, put on some Christmas music. And, uh, you know, we hand and open up presents. And typically you go youngest to oldest, right? So Bryce so would get the first present, then Sierra, then then Tiffany, then me. Um, or we do like, you know, two to each of the kids before Tiff and I would get one. Because usually there's more for the kids than for us. Um, actually, it's always that way, right? Kids get more gifts than than the parents do. Um, but the kids are getting older. And so they're getting less and less gifts because their gifts are getting more and more expensive. And I always find it funny uh, in the vlog, there's always the handful of comments that kids think that our kids are spoiled. And um, <laughs> I always laugh because I'm like, I don't know what what your definition of spoiled is, but uh, you know, I, I, I don't feel like our kids are spoiled. I don't think I've ever spoiled our kids because um, to be honest with you, you never really had the money to spoil them. Um, you know, you, you kind of set yourself a budget and, you know, depending on how good the year was financially, you know, you might, may have more money than others or more, more money than other years. Um, but you know, typically it's like, okay, what do the kids want and what do the kids need? And then you just kind of like, you know, pick and choose presents. Okay. So Bryce really wants one of these. So that'll be his one big gift. And then he needs a couple of these and needs one of those. And then here's some cute little fun gifts, right? Like maybe that's something he'll ask for, but you know, he likes them, right? Maybe gift cards or candy or, um, you know, something like, a, like almost like a tchotchke gift, right? You know what those are? It's like the little, the little like toys, or little like novelty gifts that again, maybe he didn't ask for but Oh, that's kind of cool. Thanks mom. Thanks dad. That that's, that's a cool gift. Right. So just like a little thought idea. And I feel like that's, that's why I know my kids aren't spoiled because they don't get everything they ask for every year. They don't get every single item. Um, but on the flip side, my kids don't ask for a lot either. Um, so it is easy to give them what they want when they only ask for one thing or the, the two or three things they ask for are cheap. You know, um, I feel like if the kids ask for an item, that's a thousand dollars, then another item that's $500 and then another item that's, you know, $200 and another item that's $500. Like, Obviously, you can't give them everything because that's just a ridiculous, you know, ridiculous uh, uh, Christmas uh, money-wise. Um, but I also recognize that not everyone is is uh, everyone everyone's household income is different. I understand that everyone's lives are different, and so you know, when kids are watching our life, that it can see it could seem I can see where it could seem like our you know we're we're rich or our kids are spoiled because they got you know fifteen gifts, and that you know maybe this kid only got two. So I can understand that. I really I understand. I relate. I, I get that. You know, I, I, again, I came from a family that didn't have a lot of money and there were three kids, single, single income household. Um, in this day and age, most households require two incomes to have a good life. Um, so, you know, for all the single parents out there doing it on one income, you know, props, props to them. I, I you know, I, I get it. I mean, theoretically, or not theoretically, realistically, we're a single income household too right? Tiffany doesn't work. She's a stay-at-home mom. She does all the cooking and the cleaning and takes care of the kids and takes them to sports and does all that. And I, I provide the income. So, you know, I, I can understand that. And I, and I, and I definitely sympathize with the kids that, um, you know, leave those comments. I just hope that they realize that, um, you know, there's everyone's lives are different and it's hard to compare you, their life, my life to someone else's. Um, so, yeah. So other things that I look forward to around Christmas uh like I said is is family time. Spending time with my family. Uh we always get together and I see my brothers and my um you know my mom and dad and uh, maybe extended family that might sh- might come over um on both sides of my family with Tiffany's or or my families. Um and it's always it's always around food, right? We love to eat. If you watch our vlogs, you know that we love to eat. Um Everyone knows how to cook something. And usually when it's a family gathering like this, everyone's cooking their signature dish. And, uh, you know, we live in Arizona, desert Southwest. We eat a lot of Mexican food, a lot of Southwest inspired food. And uh, and so this year is no different. This year it's a Mexican themed potluck. Everyone's bringing a dish. And uh, I'm really excited. I'm always looking forward to the food that everyone brings, everyone cooks and that sort of thing. Um, I'm not going to lie. my My mom always makes the best stuff because – again, being a stay-at-home mom for majority of of my life, um, she really knew how to cook recipes down to like just knowing the recipe and then kind of modifying it herself, which is what Tiffany does too. Tiffany does a lot of modifying recipes herself. You know, recipe calls for these five ingredients. She's just like, well, I'm going to add some onions and peppers and some tomatoes and maybe a jalapeno and some green chilies and you know, I'm going to add a can of beans or a can of ri- a can of corn. <laughs> you know, she likes to mix it up a little bit and she, cause she knows what we, what we like and, you know, we do love our vegetables and stuff like that. So, um, the food is definitely something that I look forward to. Um, we don't, we don't really have a lot of traditional, you know, holiday movies. Um, I'd be, I don't know, not embarrassed. You guys would be surprised if I told you the number of Christmas movies that I've never seen. Um, people make, references or, or jokes to these, these Christmas movies, these holiday movies. And nine times out of 10, I don't get the joke. I don't get the reference. Cause it's like over my head. Um, and, and, and I've never been a big fan of older movies either. Like nostalgic older movies, like, you know, um, it's a wonderful life. Uh, miracle on, what is it? 34th street. Like I never saw the original one, but like I saw the remake, uh, I don't know, maybe 10, 20, 12 years ago, whatever that one was. Um, you know, with the guy from Jurassic park as Santa Claus. <laughs> like I, I saw that one, but I don't think I ever saw the original. And I just, it, because we just never really were into, you know, movies, uh, uh, Christmas movies when we were little, you know, my, my dad usually was in bed early cause he was up early. And, uh, I don't know because my mom again, wasn't into Christmas as much so we didn't watch him, but you know, we, we watched the traditional like Rudolph and, uh, uh, Frosty, the snowman and Charlie Brown, the cartoon ones, all the animated ones. We saw all those, Um, but I, like I said, I I can't really recall seeing some of the other classic Christmas movies. One movie in particular that I really enjoyed as a little kid, um, that I don't necessarily enjoy as much now. Again, don't like, don't really care for the old school movies, uh, was white Christmas with Ben Crosby. And, um, I still remember bits and pieces of that movie, but it was a musical, right? There was a lot of singing in that movie. And I just remember the girls, the two blonde girls being very pretty, um, and, uh, that was a movie that my mom really loved. And I think it has something to do with because her her parents, really, her mom really loved that movie. Because, again, the, the singing and the musical part of it. But that was always a movie that was on that we'd watch it. You know, that was one movie that we, my mom would turn on and we'd watch it. And um, like I said, Frosty and Rudolph and that sort of thing. But other than that, there wasn't a lot of holiday movies that, that we watched. Um, this, the, the, the two movies that really, you know, when people ask me, what's your favorite holiday movie? You know, I I, I stutter. I, I can't think of spit one out. But I thought about it the other night. Um, I think Home Alone. The Home Alone movies, one and two, the two original ones, were probably my iconic Christmas movies. Uh, And it's funny because when I think of Christmas movies, I think of the classics, right? I think of the Rudolph and the Frosty and the, um, you know, It's a Wonderful Life. And, you know, uh, those movies, I think, are the ones that people think of when they think Christmas. But then there's so many other, in the last, you know, 10, 20 years, other Christmas movies that have become classics Um, uh, Jingle All the Way and uh, Elf. And, you know, of course, people start to, you know, uh, they like to argue the point that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And, you know, and, and I, I would say that it is. I think any movie that it takes place around the Christmas season and Christmas plays a part that in, in that movie, like the theme of the movie is influenced by Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. So Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And in that case, Die Hard is probably one of the best Christmas movies of all time because it's one of the greatest action movies of all time. Uh, but I say that and I haven't watched it probably in 20 years. And I want to watch it again. In fact, I even told Tiffany uh, Sierra that, you know, she should probably check it out and probably watch it with me. Um, yes, I know it's R rated. Yes. I know my daughter's only 14, but she's also wicked smart and understands stuff. So I think she can handle it, especially since it's a movie that was made in like 1986 or something. 88. Like it's, it's old movie. I showed her the trailer and she didn't even recognize professor Snape. I'm like, Hey, look, it's professor Snape. She goes, (laughs) no, I'm like, yep. (laughs) Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, just, we, we never really had those Christmas traditions, um, that I can remember. I mean, I'm sure my, my mom, if I asked my mom, she'd probably be like, Oh, you remember this? Remember that? And obviously I don't. Um, but you know, raising my kids, we, we didn't really pass on those traditions. We, I, Cause I don't think, again, we don't think we had that many, um, Christmas lights outside, Christmas tree on the inside decorations, uh, Santa hat for me, opening presents, hot chocolate, You know, that, that, the little things like that, that's, that's about it. And then, uh, once Christmas morning at my house was done with my my kids, uh, we would go to my parents' house or we would go to Tiffany's parents' house. Um, and as we got older and, um, you know, more kids came around, it, it turned into Christmas Eve at my parents' house and Christmas day at Tiffany's parents' house. And that's still what we do this, you know, to this day, um, we'll be going to my brother's, my brother Austin's house tomorrow for Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day will be back at Mima mom Papa's house. And so that's kind of been the tradition for the last few years um, in regards to where we go to open presents and where we go to eat and all that sort of thing. Um, as far as music is concerned, you know, I know there's a big big argument and debate about when Christmas music is the, – when's the right time to start playing Christmas music, right? Some people do it um, as soon as Thanksgiving is over. Some people do it, you know, after Halloween is over. Um, and I think, I think, um, the marketing teams at (laughs) a lot of department stores are to blame for that. Cause I think as soon as Halloween is over, like literally November 1st, the Halloween decorations and all the black and orange go out the window and all the red, white and green make their way in. And I think that's, you know, that's just a marketing thing. It's, uh, you know, a money thing where it's like, Hey, get the Christmas decorations out as soon as possible so people can start buying them and planning ahead and, you know, that sort of thing um i feel bad i think thanksgiving gets kind of glossed over because of that right fall and harvest season that, the the oranges and the 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 what's that capric capricorn capricola whatever that thing's called the uh cornucopia the the thing uh, you know the traditional thanksgiving icon you know the turkey i think all that kind of gets glazed over nowadays because christmas starts so soon and uh you know certain stores are playing christmas music already and I always, in my mind, it was always like the day of Thanksgiving, right? Like my dad, you know, if he he planned properly, Christmas decorations would come out after Thanksgiving and the Christmas lights would go up and the decorations would come out. But he'd always wait to get the Christmas tree till about two weeks before Christmas because he didn't want to die, right? He wanted a a fresh-looking, fresh-smelling Christmas tree on Christmas morning. And I do remember a few times where we bought the tree and it died. (laughs) It died right before Christmas. And so we had a very dry, brittle uh, looking Christmas tree on, on Christmas Day. And of course, once a tree dies, you want to get get rid of it as soon as possible because then it becomes a fire hazard. Um, and we we bought we bought Christmas trees every year for the last, mm, I'd say, like four or five years. It wasn't until just recently we went back to an artificial tree that's pre-lit and everything. And, um, you know, it doesn't smell the same. It doesn't have the same look and feel, but it's convenient and, uh, you know, you can put it up on it much longer. Now we put the Christmas tree up um, right around the 1st of December. And so we, we rock it all month long. And I think that's the advantage of having an artificial tree, um, is that when you get a real tree, you never know what you're going to get. And it's, it's kind of a gamble, you know, you spend 50, $60 on a tree. And then, you know, if it doesn't last till Christmas or new year's, you know, you feel bad, you feel like you wasted your money. Um, so I understand that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, again, I don't love Christmas music. Um, obviously some of the old classics get stuck in your head when you, when you hear it. And uh, when I used to work in an office, um, you know, that's what happened is you start getting the decorations, you start getting the holiday themed like sweaters and hoodies. And, um, you know, uh, there's always the, the team potluck and the team party gift exchange. And I do miss all of that. I miss the, again, the festivities around the holiday, um, the white elephant gift exchange and, uh, the, the food and the gifts and all, all that stuff. I just, I miss, I do miss all of that stuff that, um, comes with a holiday, um, and I think I think out of all the holidays, Christmas is probably the best one because of what comes with it. No, very very few holidays have a whole month or even two months, depending on depending on where you live, um, of celebrating or, or um, getting into the holiday spirit. Much like much like that, I think Halloween is probably number two. Halloween is probably the next big themed um, going all out holiday, right? Cause Halloween gets, you know, the decorations outside and uh, the candy and the costumes and there's usually a party associated with it. people have Halloween parties for either kids or adults. There's haunted houses and mazes and that sort of thing. Um, there's a lot of movies themed around Halloween, you know, your horror flicks and slasher flicks and stuff like that. So I think, I think uh, Christmas is probably the biggest holiday of the year followed by Halloween and then after that, you know, you can you could argue that like Valentine's Day or St. Patty's Day um, are big ones. Fourth of July here in America, you know, Independence Day is probably a big one. Um, Independence Day is, is always been a big one for me because it's the summer holiday, right? It's the one that's in the middle of the summer, which means pool parties and barbecues and water slides and slip and slides and um, fireworks, right? Fourth of July is always a fun, fun holiday for me. Um, for that reason, again, the stuff that goes around the holiday, not necessarily the holiday itself but uh i think all the holidays especially again having kids i i keep repeating myself because i think i think the kids are what just make the holidays um you know even easter growing up with the uh, you know the kids easter has always been a fun holiday for them because we do the easter egg hunts and make them go run around the yard looking for all the eggs and um you know the 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 food and the, the chocolate and um you know we've, we've always given traditional we've given them traditionally given them. Easter baskets with uh, stuff in them, right? And you know, some of it's summer themed, some of it's spring themed, some of it's just good fun stuff. But um, you know, Easter's always been a fun one for the kids as well. I think as the kids get older, that's one of those holidays that's going to kind of wither away and disappear. As long as I keep getting deviled eggs, I- I'll be okay with that. I-, I love deviled eggs, hard-boiled eggs. Some of my favorite food around Christmas, um, again, a lot of Mexican food, but specifically tamales. I love tamales. And I don't know, I don't know why, um, tamales are a Christmas themed, uh, food item. I'm not sure what the, the, uh, history of what that is, but it seems like tamales are always a, a Christmas, you know, holiday themed, uh, menu item. And maybe it's because it's a family thing right? it takes a lot of people to make tamales, right? It's a it's a, it's like an assembly line to make a tamale. So maybe it's because, Oh, families together, let's make tamales. It's a family ordeal, but, um, Mad props, mad, mad respect to the families that make the tamales. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy them and I will eat them as long as you keep making them. (laughs) I love tamales. uh, And so I look forward to my uh, Tiffany's aunt always makes a a good set of tamales and brings them over every year. So I'm really hoping, cross my fingers, she's bringing tamales over tomorrow. Um, Aunt Lou would always make phenomenal food. She's traditionally the one who makes um, Sierra's birthday cake. If Aunt Teresa's not in town. Um, or even when she is in town, she'll do that. Um, she's baked some amazing cinnamon rolls. Uh, she'll make just like straight up yeast rolls, like for, for, um, for like, you know, ham dinners, Christmas dinner. She'll make like, just bring a tray of like big old rolls. And it's like, Oh, they're so good. But, um, tamales are definitely up there as one of my favorite items for the holidays. Um, other than that, I, I prefer ham over Turkey, right? So even around Thanksgiving time, I'm like, eh, I'm not really a Turkey guy. I'm more of a side guy. Love the stuffing and the the mashed potatoes and gravy and the corn and the, the green bean casserole. And for Christmas, love the cranberry sauce. And I don't care if it's traditional uh in a can or if it's homemade, I love it all the same to me. It's all the same as long as it's good. I mean, canned is pretty reliable. You get a can of cranberry, you know, jello, basically, it's always good. And then, then you get the homemade stuff, and you're like, oh man, this is so much better. But then every once in a while you get that really shitty, like, Mm, they tried, they missed the mark. I'm going to pass on this cranberry sauce. (laughs) That happens sometimes too. Um, And, uh, but yeah, I cranberry sauce is definitely something I look forward to. So tomorrow I'm looking forward to the Mexican food. That's what we're getting for Christmas Eve or Christmas day. Uh, I think, I think Mike's doing a prime rib, which, you know, fancy schmancy. Mike likes to cook too. So we're doing prime rib, which I'm looking forward to that because prime rib means horseradish. And I love me some horseradish. So stay tuned for Instagram pics, Go, head on over to instagram.com slash Clintus, be on the lookout for my stories, I'll be posting all the pics of all the food, if you guys want to drool with me, drool with me, drool with me, yeah, yeah, just FYI, I, I don't think I plug my, my social stuff enough on this podcast, for those of you, maybe you just stumbled across the podcast for the first time, or uh, you know, don't follow everything that I do, but uh, Twitter is probably my number one social media platform that I, I share the most on. I tweet, you know, thoughts and ideas and I share everything that I do on, on Twitter. So, twitter.com slash Clintus. And you don't have to have Twitter to like read my tweets. You can just go to the website, twitter.com slash Clintus and read the tweets. Uh, obviously, you just can't interact with them. But if you have a Twitter account and you have an app, you can follow me. Instagram.com slash Clintus. Um, obviously, the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Clintus twitch.tv slash clintus for all the live streams and of course this podcast is uh anchor.fm slash clintus or wherever you're listening to podcasts that sort of thing but yeah i I forget this i I don't plug them enough but i I share everything on twitter and instagram are probably my two main platforms for sharing stuff i put a lot of stuff on my stories when we're doing stuff i tweet a lot of stuff as far as like what's on my mind what's going on that sort of thing um pictures so yeah if you want to know you want to see the magical food that i've been talking about you want to sneak peeks on the vlog? Be sure to follow me on those platforms. Do it. Push the button. Um, yeah. I I guess that's it. I, I'm trying to think what other what other Christmasy stuff we could talk about. Um, we talked about movies, we talked about lights and traditions, traditional stuff. Um, I talked about gifts that I remember getting when I was a kid. Um I can't really think of anything else. I kind of wish you, I, you guys could like leave comments. Oh, that's it. Yes. If you download the Anchor app. Yes, I want to make sure I say this. And I'm going to say this in this first episode because I feel like the episode's over. Uh, if you download the Anchor app, you're able to leave me a message. You can leave a voice message. And I want to start taking questions from you guys and put them in the episodes. I can actually put them in the episodes. Um, so you should do that. You should, you should go over to download the anchor app, um, subscribe to the podcast. And then right there on the page, you should be able to leave a voice message. Um, and, um, just ask, ask a question. If you have a question you've been dying to ask, um, you know, me or, or the family and granted, just know that you might have a question for Bryce or Sierra or Tiffany. Um, but it'll probably be me answering the question because like everything else, it's, this is my podcast and I'm the one who does it all. And, I can't guarantee you that the kids will even hear your question, but I will definitely try to uh, let them know. And if it's something you know, specifically driven to them, I'll ask the question and then I'll come back and answer the question. But yeah, if you want to you you know, want to get a question answered, you want to be on the podcast, um, you can either head on over to anchor.fm slash Clintus in your browser or download the app and there will be a uh, um, message feature right there on the page or in the app and you can record yourself, and and there you go. So just be remember, though, if you send me a question and it's something that I can answer, you're going to be on the podcast, so don't come back and be like, I don't want to be on the podcast. Well, then you shouldn't send the message because that's probably what's going to happen. And of course, if you, you know, only positive good stuff, I'm not going to put any crap on the podcast, and I'm just going to delete or block you or something like that if you'd be a dumbass. Anyways, uh, thank you so much for listening. As always, I love you guys. I appreciate your attention, wherever you give it to me, whether it's YouTube, Twitch, here on the podcast, Twitter, Twitter, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, wherever. I appreciate you uh, giving me your attention because that's really the most valuable commodity in the world is attention. And thank you for giving me yours. I appreciate it. Uh, Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And I will see you guys. uh, I think the next episode will be Christmas Eve. Ooh, Ooh, no, not Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve. Ooh, yeah. I'm gonna see if I can get I'm gonna see if I can get some family on the podcast for the next episode. If I can plan it properly while family's all together, maybe we can record an episode and get, get a little silly and goofy. Um but yeah, it's it's New Year's Eve is when the episode would go up. So maybe I'll wait till New Year's Eve to record it. So maybe it'll maybe tomorrow, maybe next week's episode will be a, a day late. I don't know. I'll keep you guys updated on Twitter. All right. Love your faces. Bye.